us. Hi, Tony. How's it going? It's going great. Well, we're, it's, it's another adventure uh, where every time I I look at the laptop and I push Command R and I'm like, let's see if this thing still works. And uh, if you're listening to this, that means it does. Uh, if you're not listening to this, then you don't know because you're not listening to it. This wasn't <clears> a good bit. So earlier uh, this week... Do you still have water in your basement? Uh, did you God. never? Did you never not discover water in your basement again today? I was going to say, is, has there ever not been some sort of like what? Rule number one in home ownership: don't keep, own a home. Keep well, okay. Rule number one and a half: keep the water away from the house. That's correct. Keep the water outside. Any form of water. Exactly. Like you don't even if you like spill a glass of water off your nightstand, it's a goddamn disaster. Much less like your sewer main backing up into the basement, mm-hmm. which we just paid over eleven thousand dollars uh to have our sewer main replaced and then today your yard looks amazing if you like hey my yard <laughs> looks amazing uh and then Hi. today gia was putting groceries away and she hollered at me from the basement and was like there's water down here and i was womp, i mean we're womp. we are approaching tom hanks shelly long levels of hysteria of just like well of course yes yes water put more water in if, the basement this is great if anyone in listenerville caught the tom hanks shelly long reference tweet us tweet us the reference i'm just curious how many of our audience got the joke and how many didn't and if anyone under than under the age of 30 right got the joke because right I'm thinking so pretty, tweeted us unlikely. the name of the movie that was from and your age so what I started to say uh, before you r- raked me back into the PTSD of homeownership is that uh, earlier this week, I kind of wiped my nose with my finger and I got that tickle that you get when uh, there's a nose hair that's that's outside uh, of your nose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know, when you're like, oh, that, that's I bought you nose trimmers. Okay. That's part of the bit here. Okay. I was like, you know what? I need some damn nose hair trimmers. And then I was like, wait a minute. Russ already did this. Like You tweeted like six months ago nose hair suck, you're pulling, tweaking, and we were like, what? And I just opened my laptop at my house, went to Amazon, and shipped you nose hair clippers. Uh-huh. Yep. Nose hair trimmers. Yes. Electric ones. Yes. And you still haven't used them. And like six months later? No, I, I did. So when I when I, when I I heard this earlier, um, I was like, wait, we've already done this. Like, Russ bought me nose hair trimmers. Yeah. So I went and used them in one nostril. Uh-huh. And then I have them here with me. <laughs> and I can use them in the other nostril while we're sitting here. So this is like live radio. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. That is... You hear it? Getting all those hairs out of there? Oh, I'm going back to the left nostril just to clean it all up. Now, you got to make sure you get the forward hairs. and it, yeah. So you need to make sure you're getting these forward hairs. Those the are the... For, oh, like, yeah. so point it like... Yeah. <laughs> like yep. I'm throwing a javelin, but yep. it's, I'm throwing it into my own nostril. Yep. Like, no oh, yeah. 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 The, those, yeah, yeah. those ones are tricky. Yeah. So I'm wondering how the... Um, Mesophiliacs or whatever will deal with nose hair trimmer audio sounds. Well, it's not eating noises, so they should be fine. Right. It's just lawn mowing, like manscaping. Oh, I guess I have to open a beer, too. Yeah, I'm not going to do everything for you this You're, episode. Uh, you, you opened yours earlier. So that was noisy. I'm going to have to fix that. Well, fix it in post. I can do that now. I was at a nondescript <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Before you say that? Yeah. Welcome to One Beer, God One Song. We're on each episode, of course, we miscategorize and or underappreciate a beer and or a song sometimes multiple beers sometimes multiple songs never know um grooming techniques now that we are both uh we're both 40 you might be 50 for all i know like uh, you know my birthday's hair, coming up hair is growing out of uh i i keep finding new hairs in new places i keep finding new muscles to uh 
get, make sore <laughs> in that <laughs> new morning pains? I realize now there was that, you remember the band Dashboard Confessional? Yeah. Emo band? Mm -hmm. uh, they had that big song that uh, then the chorus was like, your hair is everywhere. Uh, was it screaming infidelities or whatever? But now I'm realizing that like your hair is everywhere line. It's like, oh, look, of course there's hair growing out of that thing. Oh, there's hair growing out of my eyeball. Literally my eyeball. I, I trimmed I my um, eyeball trimmer. My fingernail hairs this morning. Fingernail hairs? Yeah. Like knuckle hair or mm -mm. like? Fingernail hairs. What the hell? Yeah, they came right through the, the thing. Right through. What's what, what's uh, nails made out of? Uh... uh hair i think they're made of hair what what, what? Was I, I was trying to think of um no, that's horns on like elk shells and stuff. on animals that they use for um red dye exoskeleton what's it called yellow dye number five chitin? was chitin. My, my mountain dew right did you know that there are people with an allergy to yellow dye number five so they have to really read the ingredients of anything like mac and cheese like store up nope can't eat it what's yellow dye number five made out of yellow good one um, sun particles <laughs> ground Ground up canaries. Pet petrified Twinkies that have been pulled. All, all Twinkies are petrified. Just because it's petrified doesn't mean it's hard. Welcome to One Beer, <laughs> One Song. We already did that. Some housekeeping. Follow us on Twitter. We're at One Beer, One Song. Follow us on Facebook or not. Uh, it's One Beer, One Song. We, we're, we've done a pretty good job of, of owning the One Beer, One Song landscape. So if you're looking at a social platform and you just, just put in One Beer, One Song, the number or the words... Uh, and we're probably there. Um, yeah. Talk I, about the brewery. I went to a nondescript average liquor store on the way over here. I didn't go to Swab's Smyrna World of Beverage, which is a phenomenal beer purchasing store or a Sherlock's or a Sprayberry Bottle. Those are great places to buy alcohol. I went to because I thought about bringing a beer that would upset you. Like, I mean, good luck. I was looking for a beer to upset you. And the, the, and we, we keep talking about this, but like I love how the, the the tides have changed and how you're now like you're the beer upsetter. Yeah. And I'm the <laughs> right. you're the you're the love all the beer guy and I'm the, the and upsettable I was, one. I was surprised in this Joe Schmo average Miller Coors depository that there was <clears throat> There was an okay selection of craft beer, but some odd ones. So I was looking at this one shelf in a cooler, and they had these cans I'd never seen before. Mm -hmm. And um, it got my eye, and I looked over, and it's Red Cypress Brewing. Okay, Nothing to do with Cypress Street in Atlanta. These guys are out of Florida. Uh, Florida, it's Red Cypress Breweries. I do love how you say Florida. I'm from there. I can say it however the goddamn I please. No, but you say it like F-L-A-R-D-A. Yeah, like Florida man. Florida. Florida, man. Not Florida. You no, no. Florida is classy. You use Florida for classy places like Florida, downtown Sarasota. That's been with their new Ritz Hotel and the beautiful purple uh, Civic Auditorium. That's Florida. Florida <laughs> is Panama City, Miami Beach. Florida. Um, the, the Florida man, the trash that is America's Wang. Right. Okay. Got so it. Florida artisanal ales. Uh, the website's pretty one-click entry. Yeah, I saw that one-click entry. But get this, click around the main nav, and the, the age verification will pop back up on your butt. Oh, great. That's that's a good time. That's bad user experience. But I love this can art, and this is why I bought this. I got the devil's chair. It's this matte gray finish, and then the art on top of it is the devil with a little pot belly, naked red devil, lying on a, uh, a throne that's made of brick. So I don't think it's comfy. So the cans are... Um... <clears throat> 
they're wrapped. They're yeah. not painted. Mm-mm. It's clearly like a shrink wrap. On but there. it's a good shrink. Well, no, it's not. Look at the top here. It's not it's even fi- all the way it's around. It's fine. Like it, it gets the job done. If this saves them a meaningful percentage of operating overhead, then it's great. Whatever. And, and I like the, the tr- so this red like Rorschach thing, is that a tree? I don't know, Tony. What do you see? It looks like the, the Doug <laughs> fur on the Oregon license plate. And Florida and Oregon are not close or similar in any They're actually way. kind of like polar opposites. Exactly. So um, that would be weird. But From their website, Devil's Chair IPA packs a sinister punch of bright, fruity sinister. hops and a dry, bitter finish that won't let go! Exclamation point. Legend has it that if an unopened can of beer is placed on the Devil's Chair in Casadaga. What the hell? Casadaga? Casadaga, Casadaga, Florida, at midnight. Florida. It will be empty the next morning. It seems the Prince of Darkness also enjoys a cold beer. Uh, 6% ABV, 55 IBUs, style. This is an IPA. I poured it, uh, and as it was pouring, it was like a it was a straw, a little darker than straw, maybe a hay color. Yeah, it's kind of a flat hay, foggy. We could actually go compare this to the hay that's covered up your new sewer pipe in the well, front yes. yard. Definitely, let's make this. Welcome to uh, Tony's house cast. <laughs> Houses are awful. Oh, mm, I got bubbles it. are kind of loose, but that might be because this glass is dirty. How is the glass dirty? It was clean, then you placed it upside down. No, I mean because when bubbles, when you see bubbles on the side of the glass like this, that yeah. means there's, there's, they're, that's they're not, attached. That's not the fault of the beer. That's the fault of the glass. Because you're, they're attaching themselves they're to the attaching dirty, to like dirt and protein and whatever raw sewage flows through my house daily. Now I, we don't know when this was canned. And this liquor store does kind of have a reputation of letting things sit around. I don't see any dating on the can. I mean, for so this liquor store is is near my house, but it's um, it's so Swab gets massive turnover, and this liquor store just doesn't have the foot traffic to get that. So they'll get good beers, and then they just end up sitting. Tell me about your nose. Uh, well, now that you've cleaned out those, I was going to say it's free of hairs. Yeah. So for the next, what do you smell? Seven or eight hours. And I can't smell shit. It's like I didn't get a lot of aromas overall. Yeah, nothing jumps out at me. I mean, Mm-mm. it smells hoppy. You can smell the hops. Yeah, a little bit sweet. What pow? <laughs> um, <clears throat> quite bitter. Yes. Which, which is interesting because, oh, sorry, I was turned away from the mic, and now I'm facing the mic again. Um, it's interesting because. Five years ago, this would not have been notable. But now that beers are hazy and juicy, when you get one that's like wow. traditional West Coast bitter IPA, it's like, <laughs> oh man, I haven't so had bitter. I like, haven't had one of these in a while. Right. Like now, this is interesting because we don't know when this was aged, and we still have a lot of bitter, but not a whole lot of nose. Not aged canned, you mean? It canned, right? Right. We don't know when it was canned, so. I'm asking, you are the BJCP certified person in the room. Uh, yeah, 10 years ago, I passed a mm-hmm. test to mm-hmm. judge beer. So would you think this beer, based on the level of bitterness, but yet not a whole lot of hop aroma and an IPA, mm-hmm. would you think this beer has, is, is older than it is newer? Uh, no, because when um, beers like this get old, they get musty. And um, mm. when when stouts and stuff get old, they, they go soy sauce. But this um, typically the uh, there's not you know fresh at the brewery. It probably tastes different. Um, but but this I'm not picking up anything that's particularly like oh that's a that's a musty sweet flavor that means it's been sitting around for nine months. Okay. Um, 
but I don't know. On my third sip, I'm, I'm rather enjoying it. And I haven't had something that kind of punches my teeth in um, bitter-wise in a while. It's good. Yeah. Remember your roots. What? Remember your roots. The, the just bitter IPAs, like IPAs, American IPAs are bitter. They're uh, talking, I thought you were throwing a lot like a Questlove thing. The, um, the Haze Boys and the Juice Boys will try to tell you that they don't need to be better, but like, I like a little like it to be pretty bitter. Actually, especially if you're eating really spicy wings, nice bitter beer with it. Yeah. You got to have something that stands up to big, Mm -hmm. big in your face wings. Yeah. I had some Publix wings recently. Publix makes good wings. They they make good everything. They're baking wings. They have a whole selection of baked wings now. Oh man. Yeah. And they just fall off the bone. I mean, they're baked chicken, like the chicken that's just cut into Uh two breasts, two thighs, two Uh legs, and two wings. Uh Uh-huh. Like, but it's like eight dollars for a baked, and it's just yeah, it's, it's cold right out of the thing. It's delicious. I like Publix. Yeah, Publix is. We fantastic. are pro Publix. Although I don't like it when you order a sub and they cut the bread open and then they take the um, the meat and lay it right down the center. Russ is doing some fantastic uh, um, manual gesticulating right now to indicate what he means. So then you have this U of meat, and then they put the toppings like on top, and when you try to fold that and eat it, you want a clear bite of all of the flavors. Okay. And you don't get that. So I picture a bald man rubbing one hand up and down his forearm as though the forearm were an actual sub sandwich or, or like a plane runway. So um, did you bring a song? I sort of, um, cause I mean, it's, it is a requirement, uh, of this show. Um, driving home earlier this week, uh, which this will be, yeah. So when you hear this, it'll be last week. Um, listening to public radio as a, you know, good mouth breathing, progressive liberal person. And, um, there are certain requirements that you're required to do. Right. You have to, you have to maintain current status with public radio. Um, I happen to donate to both NPR affiliates in Atlanta. Um, Look at you because, um, and I'm on the record that, uh, when, when we got a second one in Atlanta, finally, uh, the competition has resulted in the listening experience being exponentially better uh, on both I'm, stations. I'm lowest rights. You know what? She's not doing news in the morning anymore. And this. Because they were like, oh, hey, she's an institution, but if we're going to compete with GAB, uh, GPB, she's got to do other stuff. So it's anyway, city uh, listening to uh, All Things Considered in the afternoon, uh, Nathaniel Rateliff was on mm. um and he did the song we previously did on the show sob while, yeah we we've done sob in the past and while we're listening to the song i'll go dig up the um Son episode guide the episode guide which i am porting over to a google doc now and, oh that's smart and i i did the copy pasta from the old site and it worked linguini so, right so soon we will have a link from one beer one song.com which is now pointing to Simplecast. um to a Google Doc with the episode guide. Anyway, uh, Nathaniel Ratliff's got a new album out. It is called uh, Tearing at the Seams, S-E-A-M-S. But what was notable about his interview on NPR? <clears throat> I mean, he's he's a great interview because he's just a, a, a real affable dude um, and talk, loves to talk about his music and his, his growing up. And, and he took it all the way back to growing up super religious in rural Missouri and found a Led Zeppelin cassette. Um, and like his, his family were all musicians, but they were all, uh, musicians at the church and he was not allowed to listen to secular music. This and sounds familiar. <laughs> I thought it would. <laughs> so this is he really he hitting was, close to home he here. He was listening to this Led Zeppelin cassette and he was like, wait, so if God created music and we're not allowed to listen to secular music, and this is a direct quote from the interview, like, 
well, why is the secular music so much better? <laughs> uh, and the rest is history. Um, so he's got this new uh, album out and he was talking about it and, and it was a great interview and honestly like kudos to his PR team to get like a solid like six minutes of conversation on like the biggest drive time radio show in the country to talk about his new album. Um, but they, they teed him up and said, um, they were like, Hey, you were, you know, there's a story that you were finalizing the lyrics on one of these songs. And you know, it just, it moved you to the point of tears while you were wrapping it up. And he was like, yeah, I was, he said he was finishing one of the harmony vocal like lines, lyrics, just getting it arranged. And then suddenly contemplated what the entire song was about. Um, and it just brought, and he broke down on the radio. He just started, he's like, you know, it's, you think about the things that you go through, um, and, and the weight of it hits you and, and, uh, it's pretty intense. Um, I'm, I would recommend that you go to NPR.org and look up the damn interview and listen to it because I'm, I have butchered it significantly. Um, but the song he was talking about is not the first single off the album. I don't even know what the first single is, but the song he's talking about is called, uh, still out there running. Uh, we're going to listen to that now. It is five minutes long. So if you don't like it, um, move forward five minutes and, and the music is probably already playing if I do this right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then yeah, five minutes from now it'll be over and we'll talk about it. So he's still out there running by Nathaniel Ratliff in the Night Sweats. Yeah, baby. We could set the whole thing on fire. I was a king standing alone. Looking back to see how far you've flown. I ain't grown and I ain't changed at all. Yeah, honey. I'm afraid Afraid my voice don't even sound the same There's some pitch I can't even hear it all Push my voice now to hear it stall I'm choking on every word Yeah, maybe We could find a place to stretch our wings Rest upon cliffs overlooking scenes Seems we don't write and we don't fall between Are we just falling again? So deep. 
keeping it down and I can see I just wait for you to call my name Ain't always been the same You just keep passing on the wrong time Yeah, maybe Maybe we'll go to the other side of town Remember that old house, baby, we ran down The nights on the floor were so perfect then Remember when the sun was coming up that red And fire in our bed Yeah, baby We set the whole thing on fire I was a king standing alone Looking back to see how far you've flown I ain't grown, I ain't changed at all Looking down to see how far you fall Lay me up See the fire is fully surrounded us Hey, I know As I'm choking upon the ashes Early friends It took me about two verses in and I just felt um, very familiar. It's the first time hearing the song, but everything about that song felt very familiar. And he's very similar to Paul Simon. Mm -hmm. Um, And you said it's how he rounds it off. Uh, It's just, ah. Yeah, he kind of rounds off the the ends of the phrases um, pitch wise. I mean, it's just kind of meow. Like if you think about Paul Simon's greatest album is Graceland, that singing style sounds like Daniel Radcliffe. Mm -hmm. And also like the, um, we were trying to figure out what that chord structure is called. Um, but it's, it's, it's the core, the, the guitar part sets up the foundation of the song and then just stays out of the way. It doesn't change. You're not supposed to listen to the guitar. It's just there to set up a framework for him to, it's a rhythmic, it's a, it's a rhythmic structure and oral basis for the melody, the melody, the melody. That's a, a fine Italian dessert. <clears throat> if we ever have a daughter, I'm going to name her Melotti. M-E-L-O-T-T-I. That's definitely an Italian dessert name for sure. Um, I, I like that song. I'm a big fan. Yeah. And I'm going to post the um, the link to the NPR article in the in the thing. I feel like I should just like lie down after listening to that and just wrap myself in a blanket. <clears throat> I'm a big fan of our new workflow now that I've got the podcast on Simplecast and um, I can just edit them and fire them up there and I don't do a whole bespoke blog post for every episode with images and links and hashtag content. Uh, it's great for me, uh, but I am still able to paste URLs to relevant content and I'm going to do that. If I remember you done, remind me you done. <laughs> that was a lot of word vomiting just then. We're, we're literally making a podcast. That's 
it's, what the hell have we been doing the last five years? It's, uh, it's a lot of times not making a podcast <laughs> is what we've been doing the last five years. We're good at breaks. So final thoughts on the beer. I've finished about two thirds of mine. You're about halfway through. Uh, fine beverage. Yeah. I, mean, I would. There, there are great breweries in Florida. Um, which and, is surprising. Yeah. And, and there are also, as is the case in most hot weather areas, also some bad breweries. Um, and now that the United States has uh, surpassed 6,000 breweries, um, th- there's going to be some duds. And so when you're like, yeah, I got this thing from, uh, uh, the, what are they, Winter Park, Florida? Winter Springs, Florida. Um, Winter Park is where Full Sail is. I also had like Caladega on their website. That's right. That's right. I, pulled I don't know but, anything about Caladega. So I was a little bit nervous and I was like, oh, it's it's a beer from Florida. It's mm-hmm. going to taste like beer, but that it was made with beach water. Uh-huh. Um, and this is not sulfur. the case. Yeah. No, they, there's no sulfur. There's, nope. there's, no, I don't, there's no discernible off flavors. And also the beer is of indeterminate age, which is kudos to them. That I mean, this beer could be nine months old and it's still a viable IPA. So. Yes. And there's four more where that came from. <clears throat> so if I knew where Winter Springs, Florida was, I would I would put a call out to the brewery to be like, hey, invite us down. Let's, it's, let's it's, hang out. But I don't know where it is. It's 20 miles away from Summer Falls. Winter Springs, Summer Falls. God damn it. God <laughs> damn it. Bye. Bye.